When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. You're listening to the Auburn Express. What's up and good morning, War Report family. You got Ike Jones. We are back with another morning drop today. As usual on a Tuesday, we are reacting to comments we heard from Coach Hugh Freeze leading up to the Iron Bowl in his Monday presser. And we got to get in here and talk about it. Y'all know how we do right here. War Report style. Let's drop it on him. Morning drop. It is Tuesday, November 21st. Hopefully everybody's week is off to a good start. Ike Jones in here rolling solo this morning, talking a little bit more Auburn football. We got Auburn basketball tonight, so hopefully we'll get a chance to speak later this evening about that. But today's conversation is about the press conference leading into the first Iron Bowl under Coach Hugh Freeze. Before we get into the conversation, you guys need to be doing as necessary stuff that's sharing the video out there with someone on social media via email, via text message, whatever way you want to be able to send this message to somebody and say, get in here. The War Report is talking about Auburn football. Do that for us right now. Like the video. Go ahead and give us that thumbs up right now while you're watching, whether that it's live stream or later on. You're watching this rewatch later on demand. Go ahead and give us a thumbs up. Subscribe to the channel if you haven't already. We definitely appreciate that. Costs absolutely nothing to click those two things. Um, but yeah, so let's get into the conversation about what Coach Freeze had to say yesterday during his press conference. Nothing too crazy happened during the press conference. He did get in and uh, talk about the effort, of course, from the previous game. Everybody wanted to know that New Mexico State didn't feel as if it was a good effort brought forth. And uh, he apologized, right? Like he did what coaches need to do in situations like that. He gave his apologies to the fan base and he said he repeatedly has apologized for the effort that he thought that he and the coaching staff were responsible for. Um, with the players not performing up to the standard of what fans expect, particularly in those scenarios from Auburn football. So definitely um, applaud Coach Freeze for stepping in there and taking that accountability as uh, people had expected and wanted to hear him do. Of course, you're never really going to be satisfied when you have an outcome like that for a game that everyone thought that you should win, would win. Um, there's not really a lot of excuses that people are going to want to listen to and say to themselves, oh, okay, I feel better now because Coach Freeze took accountability, which is kind of why I am like neither here nor there on hearing accountability or excuses or or explanation. There's not really an explanation that you can give that's going to make people feel better about the outcome. That Oh, oh okay, well, they didn't have a good week of practice. Now I feel better. All right, well. We, he saw this coming because he had a conversation with his wife the, the day of the game and he felt nervous. No, I feel better about the law. Right. So I don't really know what people wanted to hear that would make them feel better about what happened during that game. 
So like a lot of the reactions to what was said or wasn't said seem a little bit overblown because I don't know that there is a thing that he could say that would make people then all of a sudden be like, I love the way that this coach has handled this afterwards in the aftermath. Uh, everything you say is going to be scrutinized in some sort of way because the outcome has already happened and the outcome is unacceptable. So the excuses post the outcome are just that. But however, pause, comma, all of those things, he did get up and he addressed the media in the appropriate way that a head coach needed to, didn't give up, get up and try to give a bunch of excuses. He just talked about what happened. Uh, but, but then moving forward and looking forward, he did address uh, things that he hoped to be able to see from his team coming up this week. Um, and we'll get into some of those. One of the things I think uh, that I found interesting about it is, you know, Coach Reese has coached in big rivalry games before, right? He was a part of the Egg Bowl as the coach of Ole Miss. Uh, but he talked about kind of the week leading up to it and how Tuesday really was going to tell him, which is today, if you're listening to this uh, on today, uh, would be a practice that would kind of set the tone for the entirety of the week. And he'd know kind of how people approach Tuesday, whether or not they were in a good headspace and ready for the game coming up that Saturday. And he talked about the necessity for not getting too hyped up, right? Like you want to feel like the team is bringing energy and you want to feel like people are being uh, taking it seriously and, and really having a good physical practice, but not being so hyped up that you kind of, you, you, you get yourself worked up into this frenzy too early in the week and you don't have anything left on game day. So talk a little bit or we'll hear a little bit of Coach Freeze's comments on not getting overamped going into the week and having something to leave out there on the field Saturday. Yeah, I hadn't given that a lot of thought because I'm so ticked off at, at the way we played. I think the biggest temptation you have right now is is trying to make sure you don't overdo the game plan um, and, and try to do too much because, you know, of you think you've got to do this, 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 and this, and this to have a chance to, to win against, you know, one of the elite teams in the country. But so I think you got to guard against that for sure. Um, I, I don't. The the over amped up I haven't sensed because uh, most everybody I've seen it's like they're in a fog uh, from what happened Saturday and we've got to snap out of that fast and so I need to see a little amped up um, come practice today and tomorrow. So Coach Free saying he doesn't know whether or not the team has gotten into a worked up frenzy at that point hadn't had an opportunity to see them, but. I think what was interesting is he's like, I, I want to see some passion because I want to see them get past whatever that was this weekend, right? Let's just flush it and move on and get out of this daze, out of this fog that he's seeing from people walking around the facility. And I think a lot of Auburn fans have expressed kind of a similar feeling of like, man, I don't really know what to think or feel right now. I'm just kind of like, did this happen? Was this real? Um, and it's, it's, probably very real for a lot of people walking around that facility feeling in that same way, but wanting to make sure, I think what was interesting about the clip we just heard is the, the thought process around how do you prepare for this and not wanting to just do too much, right? Like again, not wanting to go out there and put too much into the game plan or, you know, we're going to put a bunch of trick plays in there or we're going to don't, overthink it right it's still football you still got to go out there and do normal things it's a very big game but 
you're preparing for it like it's any other football game. You just need to have a focus that is going to meet the moment. So I think it's a unique challenge for, for Coach Freeze in this scenario because, you know, no disrespect to the Egg Bowl. I think it's a really wonderful rivalry, and I think that it's a hotly contested rivalry. I don't want to undermine what the Egg Bowl is. But there are very few times where the ramifications for the winner of the Egg Bowl play into national situations, right? And that, now the Iron Bowl is not going to be that this year. Um, you know, Auburn could play spoiler here and ruin the chances for Alabama, the outside shot that they have for getting into the college football playoffs. So there are some ramifications more so for the Tide than there are the Tigers. But it's not often that the Egg Bowl has those kind of stakes involved. Again, no disrespect to the Egg Bowl. This is... And I've stated this multiple times, the the best college football rivalry that exists. You know, the only one, in my opinion, that comes close is Michigan versus Ohio State because of the same reasons, because of how what the implications are for the outcome of that game as it pertains to national uh, stakes. So it's a big stage and it's going to be probably the biggest game that he's ever coached in. And to go out here after such a colossal letdown in the previous game, how do you get your staff, which again, a lot of the fog and the the whatever that's happening, probably there's probably a lot of staff that are in that same place. How do you get your staff refocused and not feeling like they need to do too much to overcompensate for what just happened, but go out here with a, a, a laser focus and make this game happen? How do you get the players to not sulk and say, you know, listen, we had so much in front of us. The eight win season was on the table. Had we handled business this weekend, whatever the reasonings are, um, that people may not be locked in and ready to go. Or how do you stop people from going too far and being so amped up because you want to prove some somebody wrong? You got to find some sort of balance in the middle of both of those things uh, to in order for people to be ready to play. Right. Because if you get yourself so jacked up so early in the week, then you, you just kind of flame out as the week goes on or you go into the game too amped and you're not focused and it's all emotion coming into it. There's a lot that you have to manage coming off of the game that just happened and then going into a game that is so huge for your season, particularly for those of the uh, Auburn uh, team that this is their last hurrah at doing this. They're not going to get another opportunity at getting an Iron Bowl victory. And you're at home. And, you know, Bama's got an opportunity to go play for a college football playoff if they can win out for the room and whatever. Like, And again, you're coming off of this game that you just had versus New Mexico State. There's a lot of emotion that is going to be have to you're going to have to figure out the right way to not be so let down about what happened or not be so ready to atone for what happened that you're not in the right mental state to handle this game this week. And it's a tough task for coach who freeze. And again, which I, what I think is going to be the biggest game he's coached in, in his coaching career so far. So looking forward to seeing how he and his staff figure this out. I mean, when you think about it, this is one of the main reasons why you are glad there's a Cadillac on your, on your coaching staff, why Zach Etheridge matters on your coaching staff. Um, Right. A coach crime who's coached in this game before. Right. Like you have people who've been through these battles before and can give some perspective to it, along with some players who've been around for long enough. Um, he talked about bringing in some former players 
that have been through this to kind of give some perspective and, and allow people to kind of understand what it is that they're about to be walking into. Um, and I think it's going to be necessary for a lot of them to have that perspective, to find a way to be grounded in this, but get amped up. I was talking to somebody about this recently. It's going to be a unique challenge, and we'll dive into this probably a little bit more tomorrow and Wednesday. It's going to be a unique challenge for some of these players because not only will this be their first opportunity to play in this game, a game this big, right? Like Peyton Thorne's played in Michigan versus Michigan State. That's not even the biggest rivalry in his conference, right? Like it's the biggest Michigan State rivalry, but it's not the biggest rivalry in his conference, right? So he's played in big games, but he's never played in this. And he doesn't have the perspective or the hatred for the team across the field to be able to kind of embrace that. He's got to find that somewhere. And that's going to be the case for the vast majority of these players who are transfers and first-year starters that didn't grow up in the state of Alabama. They hear it. They've heard about how contentious this. They've never lived through it before. So finding a way for them to understand what this means and play and embrace the passion of the fan base is going to be a difficult task for this staff, who a lot of them have never coached in it before either. So that's number one. The second thing that I wanted to talk about is what Coach Freeze did talk about is the people who embody this passion, and that's the fan base, and wanting them to show up. Particularly, um, I thought it was interesting that he talked about how, you know, listen, this fan base has endured a lot of things throughout the years, and they know how to bounce back, and they have shown up consistently throughout this season. Is there a mental fatigue that happens with fans as well, where they're just like, man, you know what? I don't know how much more of this I can take. You know, we just got embarrassed at home. I don't want to get embarrassed in the biggest rivalry of the season, so I don't know if I'm going to show up for this game. But he talked about the importance of the fans from the perspective of setting the atmosphere. And of course, you know, we know Coach Freeze has got an eye on recruiting. He was asked, how big a recruiting weekend is this going to be for he and his staff? And he talked about the necessity for the environment or he wanted fans to show up to show that environment. So let's hear his talk or his uh, talking points about that really quickly. Yeah, that's it. We expect to have um, a plethora of great players here and uh, it will be our opportunity to present to them one last time before the season ends how great the atmosphere is at Auburn how great our fans are how great this atmosphere this family um, uh, the Auburn family is to be a part of and hopefully we can uh, we can solidify you know all the ones who are currently committed and maybe swing a few others to say man i want to go help them build something there i know they can they have the resources they have the support uh we just we need some players to come join us so again coach freeze talking about the recruiting that's going to be happening for the iron bowl and how the auburn faithful have a part to play in the outcome of not only the game, but how that recruiting looks. Uh, because how you show up for this team in the face of a lot of adversity and in uh, a situation where maybe it doesn't feel like you should be cheering the team on because you're so disappointed at what happened. Um, but the team needs to see that support. And Future recruits are going to see this. I remember talking to Keontae Scott um, before he got to Auburn, and he talked about his visit to the Iron Bowl. And this was, you know, a team that didn't have a ton to play for year one under Coach Harson. 
Um, and the Iron Bowl was still a crazy environment. He talked about how that environment made him say, I've got to come play here because this fan base is passionate. And Coach Freeze, he said it himself, is counting on that pa passionate fan base to show up for this game. And it's going to pay dividends, again, not only for the players on the field feeling that support, but also for the recruits that are going to be in the building seeing that this is a fan base that is unrelenting. And if you show up and play, they're going to be able to cheer for you even more. So he's like, listen, man, we need to get some more players in this building. And there's going to be a lot of high caliber folks that want to see what this environment looks and feels like. Um, and he's going to try to utilize that as a recruiting pitch to get those guys to sign with Auburn coming up here this season. And, you know, he's going to have some for 25 and the 26 cycle there as well. So um, he's given another pitch for the fan base to show up and talking about how We've got the resources to make it happen. A portion of that resources is the energy that comes from Jordan Hare Stadium. So fans got to show up, man. And, you know, listen, I agree with him. Fans have a portion to play in this. You're not going to necessarily be the reason why a team wins or loses, but you can definitely give a little bit more juice to those players out there on the field, court, whatever it is. The, 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 the environment matters. We take pride in the environment that Jordan Hare provides and, a portion of that environment has to do with the rabbit nature of this fan base, and they need to show up this weekend to make that happen for the team and for the future of the program. All right, enough of me sitting here talking. I know y'all didn't come here to hear me talk. You came here for you guys to express your thoughts, and I want to get into those. War Report family, you are listening to The Morning Drop, where we talk about the most recent and relevant Auburn sports news. We broadcast live from The War Report's YouTube channel on Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, and Friday mornings at 10 a.m. Eastern, 9 Central Time. You're welcome to come watch it live, but the live chat is reserved for our YouTube channel members only. So come on by, become a member, and get active in the best Auburn sports community on the webs. We'll be right back after we pay a couple bills. Thanks for sticking around through the ad break. Now here's the rest of your morning drop. Let's get over into the comment section and see what you guys are talking about this morning. I appreciate everybody for dropping in with me. Go ahead and like the video. Some of y'all be forgetting to do that before y'all get out of here. I'm going to get the conversation started off with Miller House, who says, Real fans stick together and don't let the school see us down for too long. We're still war damn eagle. Indeed. Uh, listen, I... Here's one thing I will say. I understand any fan who feels disappointed and is not necessarily um, in the right headspace right now about the team, all that sort of thing. So I don't want to I don't want to um, say someone's not a real fan because they have real emotions that aren't necessarily the most positive about the team right now, but based upon what they saw. Uh, so again, I don't want to label someone as a fake fan, but I will say that I hope that as the week progresses, people just kind of get over it and they get into the spirit of whatever they need to, to help support this team because those young men deserve it despite what uh, the outcome was this past weekend. So hopefully everyone who is intending to show up still does show up. And when they come, they are going to give all the support they can for the young men that are out there um, making it happen for this team. And, you know, listen, hope for a good outcome. So uh, we will see what happens out here this Saturday. Aunt Robinson jumps in and says, we have to realize that David slayed Goliath. So why can't we can't a G5 beat a P5? It happens every year. It was just our turn. 
definitely happens often um, and, and here preaching his sermon today about David and Goliath. Uh, I don't know that we qualify as Goliath in this scenario. We haven't been looking like a giant. You know, the status of our program may be David versus Goliath in uh, P5 versus G5. Uh, but we've got to start to to take some hard looks in the mirror about the status of where the Auburn program is and say, hey, maybe we're just the other guys out here fighting right now. And this was David facing some regular old Philistine. Right. And maybe we aren't Goliath right now and we need to get back to that. And this was hopefully a wake up call for everybody to realize that we need to get back into that place where we are truly the Goliaths out here on the field. And uh, but not the, the Goliaths that are able to be slain, just the giants that are out here handling business. So hopefully we get back into that place. Uh, let's see. Professor Vader says, I'm going to dress up as Vader and force <laughs> and force choke players. I find your lack of faith in Auburn disturbing. I like it. I'm not mad at that. Um, Stormtrooper uniforms, maybe, you know, what I'm saying maybe we can get into that. Uh, so, I don't know. Uh, we'll see what happens this weekend. I'm definitely um, a fan of of the cosplay situation right here. So I'm, I'm for uh, Miller House jumps back in and says the fan base got to lift each other up too. we're going to get through this. I am with you on that one. We definitely need to have each other's back. Listen, man, talk to somebody. Get you an Auburn friend who you can share your pain with if you're in that space right now. Uh, let's see. Uh, Wheezy Banks jumps in and says, shouldn't have to motivate nobody. Put your pads on and go out and win a football game. Those are grown a men, young men. But the coaching staffs have to get these young men ready. This is what Simp was talking about. He's like, man, it's the Iron Bowl, man. I don't really know. Ain't too many speeches needed for this week. Just go out there and handle business, man. This is the big. This is a big game. You got to go out there and play like it matters. If you need motivation for a big game, then there's I, that says something about kind of you internally about number. Either you're not a person who's able to be accurately motivated by the necessary challenges that pop in your face, or you just don't care, right? Like if this game doesn't get you juiced up, ready to play, then you've might have tipped into this place where I don't really even care anymore. Right. And so I hope that we haven't gotten to a place of apathy within certain players in the locker room based upon the disappointing outcome of the season for either them personally or for whatever has happened for the season and what they thought was going to be the outcome of it. So uh, we will see what happens with all of these young men as we get into this week. Looking forward to hearing reports out of the locker room because, you know, there's a lot of uh, heads that were hanging low after the game on Saturday, rightfully so. Uh, but again, you got to get past it. Remember it enough for it to motivate you, but flush it and keep it moving. Right. Like it needs to be something that you flush, but you still smell the stench of it. If you feel me on my metaphor. Right. Like you flush it so you don't have to see it no more. But just the smell, you can still smell it. So it reminds you of what just happened out there. You understand. But hopefully we get the young men out there ready to do that sort of thing. Um. All right, man, I'm going to get out of here. I've been talking too much this morning. There's so much more that still got to happen today. But I appreciate you all for dropping in here with me. We'll be right back at you guys tomorrow morning talking about how Auburn can get some favorable matchups in this game. So make sure you are back for the morning drop tomorrow. Before you get out of here, like the video, subscribe to the channel, share the content with somebody, whether that's the video or the 
uh, podcast. Make sure somebody else gets this good war report content from you all. Uh, we'll be back tonight talking a little bit more basketball as Auburn heads into their next matchup out there on the hardwood. Until the next time, and as always, War Eagle. Drop! Drop!